Welcome to the Dr. Obed a Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. And at times when you come to church, you don't even feel like praying. You just have come. Let's just close and go away. By the time you realize somebody's position and the way he has placed his hand. You're like, hey, what am I doing here? By the time you realize you have started doing. Then you realize something is beginning to move you. Iron sharpened iron. By the time you realize you didn't feel like praying, you have now started doing it. Oh my goodness. You need somebody. You need somebody to push you through. You can run alone. I remember the other day I was listening to Bishop Dag. He said, those days we used to pray at, at Simota Forest. He said, we'll go and I'll do just what I saw him do. He said, we'll go to Atimota Forest. And by the time I get there, we used to refer to one of the brothers as a monkey. He said he was called the monkey. And the reason why they called him the monkey was that as soon as he comes, he will take off his dress and hang it. And then he will, when I finish, I'll tell you the man. And then he will hang it on one of the branches. Then he will enter the woods. When he gets tired, then he will climb the tree and sit on the plant. How will you close when you meet Ampia Coffee praying? <laughs> How will you close? How will you close? How will you close? Ambia Coffee. He was called the monkey. That's how they used to call him. So you better don't go and pray when you meet the monkey. Because if you, the way you feel bad, that you, you just, because Ambia least 12 hours. Least. That means today he didn't pray. I don't know how many of you. There used to be one brother. He was an albino on campus. I will never forget him. Anytime I see him at Padua, I won't go. No, no, no. I'd rather pray in my bedroom. No. That brother. Hey. <laughs> and the wonderful thing is that he'll be there at seven. Seven. He was an albino. He starts with his glasses on in the night. Oh, Jesus, oh, yeah, the pussy is here. Oh, boy, 
When it is night, then you remove the glasses. <laughs> he removes the glasses at night. I've forgotten his name. I remember one time. I don't know if my auntie is in church. One time, I don't know if she remember. One evening, I visited her at Africa Hall. They are next. And when I went, we were there. All of us were there. Mama, wabo, waba. And waba. said, Padima Olele, I know him past my feet. In this hall, annex. I said, report. In this hall, annex. I said, I know him. Say, he won't close now. I said, ah, now he's sucking all of us from Padjo. Because when you go, you, you, you say you are prayer secretary of IHCF. Look at the number of hours you have come to pray. A member is praying 12 hours. You, you have come two hours. You are going. How guilty. How can you? You better pass the baton and make him the prayer secretary. Oh, my goodness. Hey. Oh, those days. I remember one time. Me and Apostle George, he came to visit me. I... I, was, I didn't intend to intimidate him. Because those days were the days of my dry periods of grace. And apostle came to visit me in the morning. I said, let's go and paste. So after we finished pasting, he felt we were going to eat because we have finished pasting. <laughs> <laughs> He thought we are coming to eat. So I was going to, and he had visited me, so I was going to ask him, what will you want to take? So just when we finished, we got inside the room. I said, let us pray. Uh, so, you know, those days, Apostle used to pray with a lot of energy. I said, three hours, I went to the door and I locked it. He said, yeah, me <laughs> I went to the, I had not, I remembered I had not locked the door. So I went to the door and I locked it. We started the prayer around 7. At 2 p.m. I said, in Jesus' name, amen. He was watching me, I was watching him. I said, let's hold hands together. I'm serious. I wish he was here. I said, let's hold hands together. We held hands together. I said, we want to pray for our destiny. We want to pray. God, preserve our destiny. We prayed straight, five, three hours. We held hands together. And it was good. At 5 p.m., I said, in Jesus' name. I said, can we sit down? He sat down. And his usual self, he just opened his legs. I was like, Apostle, I want us to begin to prophesy. I'm serious. We want to prophesy into our future. Our destinies have been preserved. Let's speak of the greatness that should come. Was a, uh, oh, at that time, we were done. At eight. 
I said in Jesus, I want to say amen. 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 Abba Sema. That's why Abba Sema. I remember Abba Sema. And I didn't know that it was getting to him. He said, Amen. Abba Sema. And to you, and And it was not my fault. At that time, I didn't have money, and you have come to visit me. What can we do? We can pray. We can break bread in prayer. <laughs> Actually, it didn't occur to me that we are not eating. It didn't occur to me. Say, hey man, Abba said, my young Oh, Apostle, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's, you let's go, just go and freshen up. We'll find something to eat. When we're eating, it was nine. Somebody's encouraging somebody to pray. Somebody say, man tire, man no tire, man tire, man no tire, man tire, man tire, man that thing the way I hated it. I didn't like praying like that. I you know I don't like that thing. Anyway, but I thank God, it has kept us. At least it has done something. Pastor Obed, always a blessing. Wisdom, a subject that has befuddled many a believer and remains a mystery to most. Some have said it is the proper application of knowledge. Others have defined it as the beautiful cascading and articulation of words. But did you know that wisdom is not learned in the schools of this world and that a believer must never ask for wisdom? Introducing a treasure that would revolutionize this generation and the next. The Seven Pillars of Wisdom, The Hidden Elixir of Life, a riveting book written by Pastor Obedobingade. In this book, you would come under the inspiration of the Holy Rock of God as the man of God, Pastor Obed, unlocks this mystery, which is wisdom. 
As you flip each page of this book, you will be built up into a glorious edifice, expressive in works and power. Order a copy of this book now, available in all our bookshops. To place an order, please call us on plus 233-20-910-5997 or on plus 233-55-792-6498. You can also get the ebook on Amazon's Kindle app or visit www.christcosmopolitan.org for more information. Shalom. a blessing. said, even if my lifeblood must be poured out as a libation on the sacrificial offering of your faith to God. So sometimes we have faith, but we need a libation. Somebody to pour libation on my faith. In my lifeblood must be poured out as a libation on the sacrificial offering of your faith to God. Still, I am glad to do it and to congratulate you all on your share in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us, we are on fire because there is a brother who was on fire. But if also I'm poured out as a libation on the sacrifice and ministration of your faith, I rejoice. I rejoice in common with you all. Yeah. It's called the Pleiadian influence. There is an influence that keeps you going. There is an influence that cannot make you tired. There is a Pleiadian influence that makes the path of the righteous like a shining light. Shining brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. There is a Pleiadian influence that makes us take advantage of junk DNA. We are not just willing to wake up one moment and would have consumed all the 100% along with the junk. We know that it's a path. It's a Pleiadian influence. We are going one step at a time. So this that I spoke of outwardly. Also happens inwardly. You begin to realize that this guy. He looks like his life and his spiritual life is never coming down. When he ministers, you know that his closet is still glowing and growing. You, you look at him, it's like, hey. So the anointing is becoming stronger and stronger. What does he do in private that keeps the anointing going forward? That is what I want to share with you inwardly. It is called the Pleiadian influence. You find a sink within yourself. And you never cave in. And hear what Jesus said. Men. 
He said, ought to pray. And not cave in. Men ought to pray. And not cave in. Listen to me. You must not have a reason to pray. Pray. Because prayer, it sustains you inside. Do you not know that when you don't pray, you are, you are fainting? If you don't pray, you begin to faint. You begin to lose it. He spake a parable unto them to this end. That men ought always to pray and not to faint. To cave in simply means that an inward working is being lost. The outward structure is standing as you can see it. But something inside is living. There are times you know, everybody see you actually anointed. You are like a white sepulcher, but you are caving in. You cave in because the structures and the pillars meant to hold the structure up. It's not beginning to lose it. You are beginning to lose it. You are beginning to lose it. So what must I do? As a constant practice to sustain the man within, what must I do? One is prayer. But what kind of prayer? That is what I want to handle on Sunday. So that you know what? Not only the DNA would have a constant rotational upward movement, but then your spiritual life as well. There's somebody who is listening to me. For about the past three days, it felt like something like pepper fell on your eyes. Something like pepper fell on your eyes. Something like pepper fell on your eyes. Thank you, Jesus. Is that go? So, is that is clear? It was a sensitive issue. That is done. Don't worry. Amen. Okay. So, we don't. We must know what to do to sustain ourselves. What must I do, Pastor? To be evergreen, to be balal, to be fresh. What must I do? I've told you, foundationally, the Pleiadian influence. If you're able to do that, you attract every constellation, every energy of God. Is there something as a practice that we do as believers that make every power and grace come to us? We begin to become, remember I told you, that man is an attractive potential. We attract everything that we allow. We are an attractive potential. So what must I do? Number one, the Pleiadian influence. But how do I plug into the Pleiadian influence? Number one, you plug it by mingling with the brethren. That is outwardly. But how do I do this inwardly? Because it is inwardly that we cave in. How would I sustain the grace of God inwardly? How would I do that? 
You will be able to do that if you know the halves of God. If you know the halves of God. If you know the halves of God. I want to introduce to you the halves of God. The haps of God. Everybody say the haps of God. Please say for the last time, the haps of God. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We trust that you've been blessed with truth for life. Be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobing a Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.